Hello, my finest of friends. Happy bit between Christmas and New Year. I hope you're enjoying it. Welcome to another Rahalastapa. And this week we are joined by a guest we had before as part of Do the Right Thing, but now she's on her own, Margaret Caborn Smith. Uh, what a fantastic woman she is. You're going to enjoy this very, very much. Um, look, we're doing a Kickstarter for the new series of Rahalastapa, if applicable, uh, that we're doing it from February through to April at the Leicester Square Theatre. We would like to live stream again, but it costs us quite a lot of money to um, set it all up. So we're doing a Kickstarter to pay for all the expenses, and then we will be selling... Uh, episodes on their own but if you want a series pass and if you want some lovely extras like a brilliant mug and a fantastic t-shirt uh, and your name on the credits and your name in the show then head to our kickstarter page um, I'm gonna guess it's gofasterstrike.com slash kickstarter let's see if I'm right um, and uh, if you're not head to richshane.com and it'll be on there uh, and make a contribution and you can help us make more Rahalastapas and then live stream them. Um, so that would be lovely. If you enjoyed the live streams, do support us as long as we can raise the funds to cover the costs. We will keep doing that so you can see those shows anywhere around the world, the Leicester Square Theatre ones at least. Uh, also coming up, uh, gigs at the Bristol Slapstick Festival and the Leicester Comedy Festival, which won't be filmed, but you can buy tickets for. Uh, and I'm at the Phoenix in January as well. Um in London, richardherring.com slash gigs. You can see it live, or you can wait for the podcast, or you can live stream the Leicester Square Theatre gigs. Anyway, look, it's Christmas time. We don't want to hear all this shit. Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy Rahalastapa with the magnificent and and very free and easy and open Margaret K. Warnsmith. I do love this stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Phoenix. Please welcome a man who's burst more car, car tires in 2021 than he has testicles. Is Richard Herring? <laughs> Hello, London. Love to see you. Last recording of 2021. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Richard Herring's. Lockdown Stuffs Turkey podcast, that's a prediction. The people at home are listening to this on the 27th of December. They will know whether I'm right or wrong. I'm guessing Christmas has been ruined again. That's my, that's my guess. Uh, though I was talking to some... Uh, uh, I was talking to uh, the, uh, the Omicron variant, actually. <laughs> and it calls it Rallastapa, that's what it is. Uh, the, uh, the anti-vaxxers... Uh, are saying that Omicron is a clever clue to what's going on because it's an anagram of moronic, right? Uh, but I've worked out that anti-vaxxers is an anagram of sex variant. So I don't know if that's... <laughs> but, you know, if something is an anagram or something, that affects the definition of what it is. That's why... That's what I believe. If you can make an anagram, then that is why I believe that all orchestras are secretly run by car horses. That's why... That's, why, that's my... My conspiracy theory. People have got a lot of conspiracy theories about... Um, it's quite a lot, it crosses over quite a lot with comedy fans, I've noticed on Twitter. Quite a lot of extreme comedy fans annoyed that all comedians are saying that you should take your vaccine. <laughs> they've, they've taken the red pill or whichever one you've taken. Uh, so, sorry, guys. Yeah, I think you should take... I, I trust doctors. That's, that's where I am on this. But um, uh, people got very upset that uh, Santa... There's an advert with the, for, for one of the supermarkets, I think, where Santa displays his vaccine passport, and they're very, very angry that <laughs> Santa has been double-jabbed. That is, you can understand that anger. I'm actually angry at uh, Santa because I think he started the whole thing. That's my, that's my... Because we all got ill at Christmas, that first Christmas 2020. That's when I think it started. I think, and he went all around the world, he had it, bang. Goes everywhere, doesn't he? All, all around the world. My daughter is uh, six, she's just nearly turning seven, and she started to ask some quite difficult questions about Santa. I don't know how many more years we've got. Uh, I, I keep on bursting car tires, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I've two I've like, the, the start of this year, I drove to Wales, I was worried about my testicle, I drove over uh, one of those spiky things, you may only drive one way, I just clipped it and burst the rear 
tire of one of my cars, which was a sort of foretelling of what was to come. Uh, but my electric car, I think we've changed, I think every single tire on that car has been changed this year. My wife crashed once, and that, that will cause one of them to go. Uh, but uh, this weekend, one of them went, and then I pumped them all up today to check they're all, then it was fine. And then I went to pick my wife up from the station, and then the other one, the opposite one went. What's happening? Do you think someone's t- spiking my tires? I'm very upset about it anyway. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, we went to, we went to, uh, Christmas World at Willows, which is Peter, pa- Peter Rabbit World, uh, yesterday with the kids. And I was looking after the kids on my own, um, as my wife was doing a podcast. <laughs> That's a way to make a living in Manchester. So I had the whole day with the kids and the whole night with the kids. It was, and I wanted to do, and then looking after them both at Christmas World was difficult. I was doing brilliant. We took them to Father Christmas. It was great. We went, uh, we did made gingerbreads. We made teddy bears. Everything cost more money than I was expecting it to. They were very clever. Uh, and then right at the end, my son wanted to go on one of the reindeers that j- jiggle around. And the guy picked him up to put him uh, on the reindeer and smashed his head against the roof. And he's been... <laughs> and and uh, he's all right. He's OK. Uh, but then I noticed that about 10 minutes later, I noticed blood on the top of his head. And then I had to decide, am I going to take him to A&E or am I just going to chance it? So I've had a sleepless night chancing it. <laughs> and... Uh, he was all right when I came out, so that's what I'm saying. If he dies tonight, that's my that's not my wife. <laughs> so I haven't slept, uh, and uh, you know. But anyway, look, it's it's, it's just after Christmas uh, for people at home. So this is our Christmas edition. It's an intimate audience. Sometimes when you've had a good gig, you feel like you want to thank every member of the audience individually. <laughs> tonight, that will be possible. It's been a long, it's been a long time since I've been able to do that joke. This is the slide down. It's just, this is it, isn't it? it was, we were riding high and then this is it. Anyway, look, we'll crack on. Um, oh, everyone who came got a free copy of Christmas Emergency Questions, so you should have come. Uh, and uh, they also got a copy of my uh, Rahalastapa program. Uh, you can donate some money to Scope after the show if you, if you want to for this. There'll be a bucket at the end. It's sponsored by Bulb. Uh, so um, it's sponsored by Bulb. Uh, probably cheaper than your current provider, Richard Herring, it says on the web. It's probably cheaper to buy than your current provider. I know, actually, it's going to be quite expensive. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Sorry that didn't work out for you guys. <laughs> it's, been, it's been pretty good for me. <laughs> it's not my fault. It wasn't. I'm only partially to blame for what happened. Um, uh, so, right, we will crack on. Um, oh, no, I'll be, I'm going to be... I'll mention it now. You can cut this out of the podcast. I'll be saying, we can leave it if you want. That just don't think it'll be very interesting for people at home. I've got a very few... If you're after the show, I will be around for a little while. And I've got some copies of my, four of my books, uh, two of which I don't think I've ever signed these copies for any human being literally on the, the book. So they'll be worth millions. Uh, would my new book, Would You Rather? Because really, most of my books are signed. Literally every copy is signed. <laughs> Nobody has got a signed copy of that one at all. The problem with men's second edition. Uh, no one's got a copy of, uh, of Would You Rather signed. I've got emergency questions. Loads of people have got that signed. Uh, and that Rich Terring's uh, How Not to Grow Up, uh, which lots of people have got signed, but I now sign books with one bollock instead of two bollocks. <laughs> so very few people have got a one bollock version of that. So see me after the show if you want to buy one of those. Right, I, I'm going to have difficulty getting up my stool. Oh, oh, it was all right in the end. Ah, oh, I'm up. I'm up here. I've got very short legs. Last time I got into a high chair like this, it's an, I, don't, I like the back being high, not the, not the bottom. Uh, Chris, Tim Key me moved it and I cracked a rib, so that's probably why I was eased my way up onto that. Let's crack on. Uh, my guest this week is probably best known for playing chlamydia in comedy cuts. <laughs> this stuff just writes itself. Will you please welcome the amazing Margaret Kate Wan Smith, ladies and gentlemen? Here she is. Here she is. Come on in. I've sat down. Hello. 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 Oh, I can't really. We look like gargoyles. (laughs) You need tall guests. Oh, I don't have any tall guests. We're we're, we're shorties. That's fine. How are you doing? Love to see you. Yeah, I do. In your spiritual home, the Phoenix. Yes, I love the Phoenix. (laughs) I mean, yeah, having having said what a tiny audience it is, that's basically telling me where I am in your your world. In a tiny place that we haven't filled. (laughs) (laughs) I can only blame the guests. 
That's all I can blame. Let's blame the audience. (laughs) (laughs) No, blame the people who've come. Yeah, no, we love you. Let's blame all the pricks who didn't come. What was chlamydia in comedy? Have I talked to you back? I can't believe that passed unnoticed last time. Yeah, no, you didn't. You didn't talk. That was my... Was it the name uh, of your character or were you playing the sexually transmitted disease? (laughs) Oh, my God, I should play more diseases. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I think, uh, is it Omicron? Well, they were just discussing this on Radio 4 as I drove in. Uh, and I think you meant to go with... Omicron, I think Omicron. is what Radio 4 say, okay. I think. We trust them. Yeah, um, yeah if I played that, yeah. really, you know, make my Christmas. No, so I wasn't embodying uh, a disease. No. It was a hilarious uh, Victorian name. <laughs> <laughs> Chlamydia Lloyd Hemorrhage was the name of my character. Very good. Yes. Um, well, look, I, mean, I can't remember. Uh, and that was a very dis- distressing um, experience doing that Comedy Cuts thing because we were cut out of it mainly i think we oh, recorded we? six sketches and they put one in <laughs> oh and also it was my first ever tv thing where a car had come to get me i was so excited about that and then the drive in the driver was uh, the inspiration behind kinky boots the movie and his whole business had been destroyed <laughs> <laughs> and he spent that entire journey telling me the, the terrible story and he, just before i got out he said and the end of this story is i always swore that I would never drive for a living and I would never wear a suit for a living. <laughs> and these fuckers make me, make me wear a suit. <laughs> so the guy who the guy created, driving the, the, created the company of the, seat, the, sh- the shoes for he, yeah, the, the shoes. drag acts to he wear. Was the shoe, he was the shoe And man. now he's driving a cab. And now he's Even though they made a film in a West End musical yeah. about him. Yeah. Yeah, he's bitter. Yeah, it's, oh, he was very bitter. <laughs> <laughs> and he must tell every single person. It's not like you I go, did, so. did you go, oh, have you ever done any other jobs before you were? Yes. <laughs> I've never spoken of this. But it's weird, isn't it, that that's what I remember from that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I remember the rap party. And they told us, that when we did the filming, they told us, you won't be getting any lunch. And that's a really big deal, okay? Um, and we didn't get any lunch because they said, we're just spending all of the money. I mean, I absolutely shouldn't tell this story. Um, we Because we, we spent all the, all the money we've spent has gone on screen. And then at the rap party, they had spliffs on all the tables. And I was like, I don't want that. I wanted my sandwich. <laughs> Really annoying. Wow. I've never been to a party where they've had spliffs on the table. No! I mean, it's sort of a bit it. low. It should be cocaine on the table, <laughs> shouldn't it? It's like, we couldn't afford cocaine, but we got some what would, the, what would the cocaine be in? You don't, don't have spliffs of them, no, do I you? Don't. No, I've never even been offered it. It's really <laughs> insulting. <laughs> I find it genuinely they have a it, bit... They have it in a bowl. In the Woody a Allen bowl. film, they have a little oh, bowl okay. and then he sneezes in it so you can sneeze yeah. into it. Yeah. Help yeah, yourself. Okay. They have a bowl. Yeah. Thanks. Dip something in it. <laughs> Crudités, yeah. that kind of thing. Be nice. Yeah. I imagine. Uh, I imagine. I, imagine. I, do, I mainly do imagine. I did. Have, <laughs> I did take a game, but only did when you? about four times when I was like thirty-seven or something. I kind of waited. Oh. I was scared that it might. I might become addicted to it. And every. And I'm sure if I'd taken cocaine a lot, I'd, my career would have gone a lot better. <laughs> or at least I would have. I would have thought it did. Had. <laughs> and that's yeah. all that matters. Um, I just thought I'd give it a go. And yeah. It was all right. Yeah? It yeah, didn't but become... I like my the... sister took it once. Yeah. Well... <laughs> Leave it in, it's fine. <laughs> um, but she just said she couldn't, she couldn't cope with what an asshole it made her. Yeah, she, it was just, she just was so ashamed of who she was <laughs> on cocaine that she never took it again. And that definitely put me off. As I say, no one's ever offered me. Yeah, I like Put your it. hands up if you want to offer me something uh, tonight. <laughs> The, the thing about me, I like I've, what I've really realised is I like going to bed, and mm. I always did. Mm. And I would stay up till 10, 30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> and if I hadn't pulled by then, I'd go home. <laughs> that was it. So I didn't want it. I didn't want something that would make me stay. I don't think I ever stayed up all night in my life. Really? I don't think I've ever. I was trying to think of a time that I've stayed up like till the morning time. I remember going on holiday with all my friends to. Like, some, you know, when we were 18, it was at the same time as Live Aid. We eschewed Live Aid and didn't have a TV and went on holiday to somewhere in, in Somerset and rented a cottage. And they all stayed up all night on the beach and I came. <laughs> I think I was being grumpy as well. But like sleeping. It is good. It is don't good. Take, no, if you like sleeping, like don't take cocaine. Or have children. Uh, <laughs> certainly don't do both at the same time. Yeah. Well, they I'm don't sure, like it. I'm sure most children have been conceived. Okay. <laughs> So many, it's many. Quite a showbiz statement. Really. <laughs> many, many have. Uh, right, let's have a look at your glorious career. Well, this is what I was going to say. Like, yeah. it's a real honour to be on this 
it podcast, is. but it does also feel like I've been called into the headmaster's study <laughs> <laughs> to sort of give an account of myself. I want to know. I want to know about <laughs> oh, you. God. Um, this is what I'm interested in. Go on. You were in a short film called A Very British Cult that I understand was excellent. <laughs> yes. Yes, Richard was the star <laughs> of A Very British Cult. It didn't even qualify as a short... It was too long for a short film, I think. So those weird things that they were like... Maybe we could say this is a pilot right. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, Any but, happy memories of that time working on that? I, I had a lovely time. Oh, okay. I don't know about you, but I genuinely... I really no. it. <laughs> it was too I, much pressure on me to be... Yeah, it was a lot of pressure yeah, on you, yeah, because yeah. you were supposed to be a sort of Christ-like figure was, as well, which, yeah. is, which is a big, big bit of pressure. I had a... Um, the guy who played my husband... So it's it set in a... Uh, in fact, I came up with the title of Did a you? British cult. Yeah. It's set in a very, very nerdy British cult that had, like, six people in it. And um, the guy playing my husband was a lovely, lovely guy called Alex McQueen, who you will know from the thick of it and various other things. Absolutely brilliant actor. But I remember the entire weekend, nobody could work out whether he whether it was his costume or whether it was his real clothes because he is a nerdy christian basically so his, we did every, we were laughing at each other's costumes but yeah. nobody knew whether we were allowed to laugh at his costume right um, yeah and i remember him i remember him telling me that he basically he was struggling to pull around that time okay. and um, i was trying to convince him that cutting his fingernails would help <laughs> And he kept saying, but they're so useful. <laughs> Did he have very long fingernails? Yes! Absolutely horrible. He was like, I open tins with them. <laughs> Who's opening tins with? And that was before they had the ring pull. <laughs> so I don't know what he was doing, but yeah. um, you can leave all of that in because he'll be happy to hear it. <laughs> Good. Miranda Hart was in that as well. Miranda, she was. Miranda Hart playing a part, and then she left like about after scene two, I think. <laughs> They kind of got they got it topsy turvy. Everyone in it became successful, apart from me. I think as an actor, I would, I, you know, I'm obviously very successful as a bloke. As this, bit, 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 look, just this is a testament. This is the testament. It was good. It was a, it was a lovely time. I'm, I didn't know you played. Uh, you've been in the Archers. That's for exciting. You've been That's in. I mean, so you've been exciting. in everything. So how was how was the Archers? The Archers was amazing. That was. Um... Well, it was really sad, actually, because I was doing it during lockdown-ish. Right. Um, you know, one of the weird, not-quite-lockdowns that we've been enjoying in this country. Um, and, but they've sort of... I, I had to go to the arches and sort of be on my own in a little booth and <laughs> r rustle the leaves I had to on my own. And they've sort of shut... There's, there's a, um, a little museum where the arches. Have you ever done it? No, I've not. No, no. It's um, where it's recorded. The arches is so popular that they have. Um, it's sort of in its own museum. <laughs> and it's got wellies you can put on, whatever. But that was all. That was all shut. That's oh. a real. Yeah. Did your character die, or is there a chance you might come back? I was really hoping to come back, but yeah. no. I think um, there was some hints that the man I was on a date with was going to turn to prostitutes. So okay. I think that's a uh, sex workers. Sorry, <laughs> I should say so. No, I was like a... Um, my tent was ruined by a cow. Okay. That's a real <laughs> classic archer's plot. They must come round, those, those plots know, must come so round every, every yeah, 70 yeah, yeah. years. Oh, we haven't oh, done the, we haven't the cow rent wrecking exactly the tent. Exactly, covered her in Very dangerous mud. cows. Yeah, no, I think they're terrifying, they genuinely. killed by the... Phil Wang's book has a story about being chased by cows. It sounds terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, pro it's probably awful. Um, but no, I... Um, yeah, I was hoping, and then I was all excited about it, and I went on an archers forum. No, no. Uh, no. Um, actually, I'm doing that classic thing of they were mainly very, very nice about me. <laughs> but honestly, the first comment I said I saw was, "This is the worst episode of the archers that has ever existed, and the archers has been running since 1948." <laughs> And I really, I really believe that that person has listened to every single one and judges them, so that every time they do a comment, it's like, "This is the ninety-first worst episode of The Archers." And I, but yeah, so I can see that as winning. Yeah. Basically. Do you think anyone has? I was, I was, I was chanced across a Coronation Street episode, like they're doing retro Coronation Street on the channels as you go down, and I kind of wondered. I wonder if anyone has seen all of them, watched all of. I mean, surely they have. You're just. 
But wait, can you get them? Can you get all the old episodes of the Archers? Can you I get all the old episodes of oh, Coronation no, Street? I'm sure they've destroyed a lot of the yeah. Archers. <laughs> no, even Corrie, I'm sure, because they used to tape over things, didn't yeah. they? I saw, I did see the first ever episode of, of Corrie a while ago. Yeah. And um, it's really funny, like, because it was almost filmed live. So there were people blocking, like, full Acorn Antiques. The entire <laughs> scene is being blocked by someone's back. Yeah. It's, so, it, you know, it's not, it's not an entertaining... No. Thing. I'm glad to hear that because my daughter's in a film club at school. She's six, and uh, they just made a quite long film that we had to sit through. <laughs> and one, and they basically all stand in a line. Mostly, there's a they're a little class of nine kids, and they're off on an adventure. They couldn't. The dic the diction was bad, and oh, the rec sound recording was awful. Did but one thing just had a guy standing like that, and I go, "Tell him to move out there." He's a bloke just stand with his back. It was in front of everyone else. I'm glad it happened on Coronation Street. Yes, I know, exactly. I was going to write to the teachers. Do. Go, go in. Well, I hope you gave your daughter a full she wants rev to scathing review. She wants to watch it again. And I, I, I could hold my tongue for one viewing, but I'm going to have to let her know what I think next time. It was shit. It was shit. It was awful. They uh, need to know. They do need to know. They're going to make a... Um, and you were played... Uh, I've never heard of this programme. I've seen, I've seen uh, 10 seconds of it now. <laughs> you played Crimson in the Evermore Chronicles. And there was for two series. Yeah. Um, more than... No, yeah, yeah. Two, two series mm -hmm. on... Disney. 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 It was yeah. a Disney show. Yeah, yeah it was... Um, no, it was terrifying doing a Disney show. They make you do, like, full um, Disney training where you have to go and defend all of your past uh, secrets and, right. and crimes. Do you? Um, yeah, it was, it was really weird. But also, I found, that's where I found out that um, Disneyland, I don't know if you know this, Disneyland, uh, an email went round to everyone at Disneyland saying, we are now forbidding everyone, there will be you know, the, the harshest of consequences, we are forbidding everyone from calling this Mauschwitz. You are not allowed to call Disneyland Mauschwitz. But what is brilliant is that everyone immediately started calling it Duckhow. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, no, it's, it was a yeah, it was a fun thing. Except it was it filmed um, in Warrington, which wasn't okay. the most uh, not the most Disney of places. No, so on Disney opposite um, a, a, a car park full of Iceland lorries. No, I yeah. mean, no, it couldn't have been less. <laughs> Less Disney, but it was no, it was a lovely job. Yeah, yeah. Although you, you get to meet um, the Mickey uh, Mouse. Sadly not. Okay, no. Uh, but the kids in it, a couple of them have chaperones who are their mothers, and those those people are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of studied them. Right. Yeah. Would you put your own kids into in, on the stage? Is he interested in? No, they. I mean, the older one is reasonably interested, but the good thing is that she's seen her parents be. Utterly, <laughs> utterly unsuccessful and miserable. Uh, no, so it's um, it, obviously it's a it's a mix of things. But I also, I think it must be really weird for a, a, to be a kid of um, an incredibly successful yeah. actor, and that must be really skewing. I think it's better to be a kid of jobbing actors where you get yes. to see both sides of it. But it's a weird thing in child actors as well, because so many of them go off the rails or just can't, yeah. cope, with, can't cope either with the fame or with the fame disappearing. Yeah. But by saying, yeah, I'm happy for my kids to become actors, you're sort of going, I don't mind giving them a <laughs> 75 cent chance of dying in their 30s <laughs> of a drug overdose. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I do, th I do think, what, looking at those kids, I was thinking, I get that this is exciting, but it's no way to spend a summer. It really <laughs> isn't. Like, they, they, you know, it was just not fun for them. I was like, this is... This is hard work, mm -hmm. and it's um, like as a, you know, as an adult, you you're ch you know you're choosing it, but also you did spend summers doing nothing but hanging out on your bike and yeah. um, you know, in parks and stuff, rather than in a car, you know, opposite a car park being yeah, shouted at and true. having a tutor and all of that. The Harry Potter's ones have done all right. Most of them, they're, oh. they're they seem all right. Yeah, they do. I wonder what that was. You got any uh, insights into I don't, why the Ron Weasley lives quite near to me, <gasps> but well, I've never seen I've never seen him. He's got a big, massive estate, I think. Has he? I think he has. Well, I think he's got into property. I think he's he's very oh, wise and he's got into property. That's obsessing. Um, I believe. <laughs> Not so. a job. Not a job. But the others, the others are doing all right, aren't they? Yeah, they seem no, uh, they seem like decent people. I've got the same size hands as Hermione from Harry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, have you yeah, measured them against hers? I put my hand in a handprint exactly, exactly. Really? The same. Yeah. 
Exactly. Same. So we're hand twins. Like that. <laughs> and Nanny, you say you've got weird hands. Like I've that. Got terrible hands. No, hands are nice. No, no. Look at that. I've, I've got some... weird. That Emma, Emma Watson's got that hand. Look at that. Weird, <laughs> stumpy fingered. I bet. I, when I was 16, yeah. I saw a photo of myself and thought I'd never, I hadn't realised I had this weird, stumpy little hand. <laughs> and thought I'd never, I, I genuinely thought I'm never going to have sex. No one will have sex with me because of my weird little hands. If I, my hands are so horrible. They're not, they're right. Give, uh, did I say this last time that I get, if I give my husband the finger, which I do quite often, <laughs> obviously, he says, oh no, the monkey's only got one wish. <laughs> <laughs> Like I did, um, I did a show once, a comedy show, where I think there was a joke at the end where I was supposed <laughs> to put my hand on on the other woman's hand, and um, to sort of, uh, and they had they were supposed to have a close up of me doing that as a little joke, and everything else they'd taken three or four takes of, and we did that shot. <laughs> they had one close up of my hand and went, "Should we move on?" Because <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> Creepy monkey fingers coming down. My feet are bad as well. And I know this, this is what, a one tiny spoiler for Taskmaster Champion of Champions. I get my feet out in, I'm not going to tell you why, but I get my feet out in Taskmaster Champions of Champions. And, are they and when, it, when the shot of my feet came in, the audience went, ah! <laughs> they generally recoiled. They were laughing. It was a funny thing. And then they saw my feet and went, ah! That is the best spoiler of anything. I was going to try and pretend. I said, can we put something in the voiceover where we've got like a peasant in now, <laughs> present in? I've got weird bumps and stuff. They are pretty well. Well, um, my husband's, uh, he's got webbed toes. Has he? Two of his toes are webbed. I did not know that. Yeah, no. well, the, fir the first time I saw them, I genuinely thought, can I carry on going up? Yeah, that's <laughs> a big, see, that's I was a genuinely, big... I genuinely recoiled Yeah. It. He sends his love, by the way. Good, he, it's, he, Dan, it's Dan Tetzel. He'd have been here, but um, Succession's on. Okay, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Now, did he reveal... I would like, let's talk about his web oh, toes God, a little okay. bit. Did, when, he, when you found out about them, did you just notice it, or did he say, Margaret, I've got something no. to show you? <laughs> yeah, and, I then don't I, know. and then he splayed out. <laughs> like a puffer fish or something. <laughs> or did you just notice? They don't make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it did... No, uh, only two of them are webbed, and yeah. I don't know, that, that's maybe slightly better. Did he no, tell he you or did... I, no, I just you, you noticed. You saw it. I just noticed, and I genuinely, you know, sort of went a bit cross-eyed. Yeah. But then I, I don't know if I even brought it up, but it does explain, like, he hasn't... Uh, did this you year was... Did you immediately check your own child's toe, children's yeah. toes? Oh, to yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as they were bought. No, yeah, yeah definitely, 100%. Um, Do they have web toes? Are they a boy or a girl? That was the, that's are. the order. <laughs> I have a boy and a girl, and neither of them have web toes. Um, but yeah, so he was filming in Morocco very recently, and it's the first time he's ever worn sandals. I mean, he possibly did as a child, but it sort of does explain why he wouldn't wear sandals. Explains a lot about him. <laughs> explains an awful lot. His amazing him. swimming ability. That's what it explains. Uh, Great. Uh, so look, it's Christmas. Isn't it just after Christmas yes. now? Yes. Um, and you do pantos? Well, I've done one. Oh, have you done? I thought you did more than one. No. Well, how was the panto it season was... for you? That, you did? <laughs> that sounds... Um... <laughs> did you make the season? Did you get through the whole season? I didn't get through. No, oh. I got... No, I did get through the whole season, <laughs> but I did. Christopher Biggins, when he won I'm a Celebrity, yeah. he said the main thing it meant was that he could take a year off panto. <laughs> and I did think, oh, God, that's a... I'd hate it for it to be my one, like, big job of the year. Yeah. Every... Because it was actually... It was really hard being away from the kids. Yeah. It was a real... Whereabouts yeah. were you, Where was your panto? Well, it was in Hammersmith, okay. which is... That's where you pretty, live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't live there just anymore, chose, actually. Just, you just chose to stay in the hotel. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's quite near where I live. Yeah. <laughs> no, there were there, there was lots of really good things about it, yeah. but that thing, you know some people do three shows a day, yeah. and that is just. I mean, it, the the difficult thing was doing ten a.m. shows and having to be on stage doing star jumps at, at nine yeah. a.m. and then do you know? And I know that that's <laughs> loads of people have to start work at night. I do know that. I do know that. But then you know, not doing star jumps though. To be fair, hardly any of them. Jumps, apart yeah. from Joe Wicks. <laughs> Stopped it, yeah. didn't he? Even he <laughs> did after a, bit, a while. Yeah. Got a bit tired. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of young people. There were two very young, beautiful women in my dressing room. Right. And I would chat to them for a bit, and then I would turn to the mirror and go, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my god, what's wrong with my 
is it falling off? <laughs> That's, that's what, what were you playing in the pantomime? <laughs> oh, well, I was the playing Mayor Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Mayor Pigeon and then uh, Sea Captain Pigeon. Okay. And uh, Nicola Murgeon, who was a Mer Pigeon, based on Nicola Sturgeon. Were they, were they, were they actually they were all... pigeons? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you have to dress up as a pigeon? Yeah. Why were you doing star jumps when you were a pigeon? I know! Because <laughs> it's like boot camp. Um no, they they originally wanted me to wear the full fucking mask. And right. I was like, no, I'm not. Come on, <laughs> you can't make me do it. I mean, yeah, star jumps is one thing. But were you when... the only pigeon? Was it all pigeons or were you the only no, pigeon? It was, the only... It was Dick Whittington. <laughs> yeah. and... There's no pigeon in Dick Whittington. <laughs> Thinking back, yeah, I've, no, cat, idea. I've no idea. Yeah, there was a cat. There was a lot of, I think that the dame was a, also a chicken. Okay. It was confusing. It was a confusing time okay. for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> So you're not going back into Panto? No, I mean, I would probably do another one if they asked. Was it the nice Hammersmith, the lyric Hammersmith? Yeah. So it really wasn't like, they it. don't have it, it's not a big star. No, they don't do, uh, yeah, I didn't have to hats. deal with Hollyoaks yeah. egos or no. anything, you know, which I think is a massive problem. But you do in, have to do that Panto. at home, <laughs> Yeah, <though>. at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Hollyoaks ego. Ah. <laughs> oh. How's you, how, it's interesting that Dan got, how did you feel about Dan getting to play the part which is the part I always, I always said. Oh, well, that was I always the best said on this, it, this that I wanted I'd be on Hollyoaks as the, as an older man who came in and just got off with all of the young yeah. women one after one after the other. It was all right <laughs> to say that in those days. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time, and then Dan, and then Dan basically Dan got that got, got that part. That part. Yeah. It was really really weird. Well, the weird thing about it was he had his teeth done. Yeah. Um and. And he and it was quite expensive to get his teeth done, so it was you know it's a big thing in our marriage. Are we going to do this? And uh, and I said I think you should do it. I said just don't think that you're suddenly going to get a part in Hollywood. <laughs> and honestly, it was I think it was in within two weeks he was in Hollywood. It was amazing. I, I remember going to a, a wedding around that time and them saying, um, "Oh, you're here on your own." And I said, "Yeah, my husband's filming. What's he filming? He's in Hollyoaks. And and she went, "Oh." He um, must be pretty buff if he's in <laughs> And I said, I don't wish to be disrespectful <laughs> to my husband. But buff is yeah. not a word that has ever described him. Yeah, He yeah. had a good time, though. Yeah. Hmm. And it's sort of a fantasy part because he would never in real life be Get able to, to be with, with those, those women, So it's nice no. for him to have that, to live that out. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> and not, you know, and not, not. Now, would I? Um, <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, and uh, you're a Catholic. Yeah. You, you practice. I'm very good at it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, do I practice? Yes, I suppose so. Yeah. But I, it's, really, it's really difficult answering that question because as soon as you say <laughs> anything about it, people have a lot of assumptions yeah. about you. And um, I am I'm very much not a... A sta your standard Catholic okay. in lots of ways. I am not a creationist. I'm not. I I had a child out of wedlock. That's yeah. pretty. I we ended. I did get married by a priest, and I said to the I said to the priest when we met him to talk about getting get, being married in the church. <clears throat> I said um, we've and I said it like this because I'm <laughs> pathetic. Um, we've got um, we've got a, we've got a child, <laughs> and he was like, right. <laughs> I said. Is that okay? <laughs> and he went, well, she's here now, <laughs> you know, which was the right thing, I think. Yeah. I mean, also Catholics are kind of desperate to get people. They got, you know, the, the whole thing of Christianity is you couldn't forgive. That's well, what Jesus said. Exactly. Yeah, then it, that, as long as they say sorry, they can. They're allowed to carry on. <laughs> That's, That's the thing. Do you know what? I wasn't going to say sorry. Okay. I mean, I know my my tone is always that I'm sorry. <laughs> the saying is the way ever. If I ever won an award for anything, I think I'd end up apologising more, <laughs> more than I thanked people. Um, but no, so I didn't want to apologise for it because I don't feel yeah. bad about You know, it wasn't an accident. It was, you know, but at the same... Yeah, it's um, at the same time, Catholics have to acknowledge that uh, they're dwindling and they've really got quite a lot of things wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think I, I'd make a very good pope. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, you're certainly putting up a good case for it right now. I think, you know, the Catholics have done a lot of stuff wrong. They've got, to, they've got to try and get more numbers in. I don't know how we're going to do it. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Yeah, so I sort of am, but um, I'm trying yeah. to change the system from within. Okay, Richard. that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's going really well. <laughs> <laughs> but you, because I've heard you talk about being a, sort of having that Catholic guilt. Yeah. Is that is that still a problem for you? Is it still you still? Yeah. Feel in fact, I woke up this morning and I, I said to my husband, "I feel a bit shit," and he went, "Oh, guilt." And I was like, "Oh, what? What? What have I done wrong?" He said, "No, it's just normally guilt. <laughs> I just ha yeah, just have an overwhelming." general guilt yeah. but also i don't know about you but like some of that is about being a middle class mm -hmm. and some of it is about being a woman as well so i can't blame it all on catholicism you, but, you um, feel guilty about what eve did in the garden yes eating that yeah. apple yeah, you should <laughs> yeah you should feel if bad I about have, that um, bad period pain <laughs> yeah. dan says you shouldn't have eaten that apple <laughs> <laughs> there's no answer to that it is true well it's in the the book that's in the book, <laughs> so, in the book. so he is correct about that yeah. Um, we had, in fact, in last week's show, we had Miriam Margolis on, <gasps> who you've worked with. Yes, yeah, um, she was amazing. Did, did what she, did she say on this? Oh, did she what reveal? didn't she? What didn't she say? <laughs> what didn't she say is the question I have to ask. You. Um, she she said a lot. Yeah. She she wanked off a lot. She of wanked. Men. And she wanked off a lot of men. In, no, I've got not, not in the, on podcast. the podcast. Not on the podcast, no. but I feel it. I think if we got it ten up. years earlier, she might have been up for wanking a few. Because she, she, she feels a lot of pity for guys. She's not that interested, but she like she likes to make them feel better. So I think like my audience would be the idea, yes. ideal wank fodder for her. Yeah, just, just they'd be so grateful. She'd feel happy, and she was amazing. Um, well, a uh, you, you did the show with her, and B mm. she did, like you, she did she did a lot of voiceovers. And I heard mm. you talking about doing. Uh, I think an educational one, but um, she did sex tapes. One of her first job was doing a, a sort of saucy tape of a naughty schoolgirl <laughs> that men could buy in Ann Summers. Oh my you, God, really? Have, yeah. Have you ever been down that route? No, I'm on the archers. Why are you asking me that? Um, no, I've done... No, it's, it's all been far too radio yeah. for, for that. Um, the first voiceover I ever did was uh, it was a tape um, teaching people how to deal with customers who weren't happy. And I remember okay. the producer being absolutely heartbroken by my little old lady who didn't, <laughs> who didn't understand anything. Um, no, I don't. Oh, the, oh, oh, actually, yeah, I did a voiceover. The first sort of big commercial voiceover I did was for a program called Why Buildings Collapse. Oh, and um, and it was it was. Uh, voiced like the prop i was just doing um some bad translations of a korean girl talking about seeing a, a a collapsing building but the guy who did it was one of those guys who was who talked like this and, and you know incredibly serious um and uh, what was brilliant was so we heard him doing that for a really long time and then and then uh, there was a break and i heard him going is it all right if i leave early to collect my daughter <laughs> and I was like, what, you talk like that all the time? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I really like the idea that that's how, that's how he talked to his wife. But that, if, you, if, you just, if you've got the right kind of voice, then that's it, isn't it? I was because I was listening to you on Michael Fenton Stevens' podcast, and his voice is so just, just you can yeah. lose yourself in his yeah. voice. It's yeah, just got yeah. this beautiful voice. Absolutely. Not that you perfect. haven't. Yeah. But out of the two of you, it's. <laughs> Oh, Michael. To listen to. It's like being, even as a straight man, yeah, it's pretty rude. It's pretty, yeah. <laughs> if I had to have sex with the voice <laughs> of you or Michael Payne, what Stevens, about Mary Margulies? Uh, well, if she's doing the Caramel Bunny, Bunny, yeah, then I would definitely. I mean, I already have had sex with that, <laughs> uh, almost certainly. Um, hey, look, I mean, you've been in like everything as well. Yeah, so do that's you know, yeah I've said like three words in everything. Yeah. You've been <laughs> I in feel like everything. A competition winner <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Usually, it usually is a fleeting visit, but yeah. not always. Yeah. Um, what did you, you no, in Psychoville with Dawn French? Yes. You were working with Dawn French. Yes. It must have been very exciting. Oh my God, so exciting. Yeah. And it is, it's one of those things about, um, I know you were talking to Tim Key about this as well, about working with a hero. Yes. And just trying to control yourself and sure. not, be, not be too. Um, and I was, it was all right when I was doing the scenes, but backstage, I think I was a gibbering mess. <laughs> I think I was just, just a moron, right. basically. Do you think, she, I think she's used to that. Yeah, though. but it must be so weird to just sort of be like, oh, people just seem to be morons around me. <laughs> um, and, and deal with that. But yeah, she definitely, she was brilliant. Yeah, she was absolutely one of those people who didn't 
didn't let me down right. at all in yes. being just a really decent person and generous yes. as as well as brilliant. Yeah, she um, was very nice on this, and there, and she, there was a lot of that going. My wife that came to see the show, which she doesn't moron. usually do, moron. Uh, and just that <laughs> she was very nice, but she was talking about because she, she'd written at school, she'd written an essay about Dawn French and was talking about that. And then she, Dawn asked to, to send it. I think she did send. Oh no, really? Yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> so, so she was very excited, but everyone was yeah. Very, I was all I was all cool. I was pretty cool. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Off stage, on stage, I was. Weird. A moron. Yeah, I was, I was, um, and and well, and uh, the boys, Reese and uh, Steve, you worked with as well. That as yeah, well. no, and they. I mean, I was um, I was surprised they cast me actually because I went up the I went up for a bigger part, um, and I I revealed too much about my knowledge about them, and I well, I saw I didn't accuse them of plagiarism, <laughs> but it might have sounded like I did. Um, which was the, you know, the one of us scene from Freaks? You know, that film? And it's obviously, it was obviously a big influence on them, that that film. And yeah. there's a, a scene where they, they chant, one of us, one of us. And, and it had been, it, it was in League of Gentlemen, I think. Right. Or possibly in the script of Psychoville. Like it really, like proper, proper homage. So I thought it was safe to mention it, but I could see their faces kind oh, really? of dropping a bit. And it's like, oh, just don't, <laughs> just don't even slightly... <laughs> Accuse people of homage. But they they did they audition you themselves? Yeah, they cool. did. They That's did. Cool. Well, because I was up for quite a big part. Oh right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, the 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 next one, I, the the one the part they actually got, I just did a right. a tape. But um, yeah, and I no, I was pretty um pretty cool with them. Oh, thank you. Slightly yellow that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, he's claiming it's not. <laughs> no, I'll drink it don't anyway. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's I think it's the, I think it's the effect of the lights. Mm. No, it was urine. <laughs> oh, it's urine. I don't mind. It's full of vitamins. It's good for you. Um, good. I might ask you some emergency questions. Do. I, I shall ask you. I'll ask you a would you rather question. Okay. My new book, Would You Rather. It's the perfect post Christmas gift for people you. <laughs> new per, Year per, gift. Perfect New Year gift for people who have birthdays in January. Um, <laughs> Or any of the months, actually. <laughs> You've got a friend who's got a birthday in one of the months. <laughs> think about getting this for them. Um, uh, this is my favourite question in the book. and this I don't think this will mean anything to you. I think you're too okay. young. Let's see if it does. Wouldn't you rather be hemmeling? Be watching? <laughs> hemmering? Hemmeling. Hemmeling yeah. or hemmering? Hemmeling. Anyone, does anyone remember? I'm really pleased that I'm, I'm too young. Do you remember Andy McH? Hemmeling. Do you remember Hemmeling? Do you remember Hemmeling, Ben Walker? Ben's younger. It's Lager. Do you remember it? And the, and the, and the advertising slogan is, wouldn't you rather be Hemmeling? So they were using so put it, that in the book. as a verb. Yeah. And you... it, didn't, it didn't work. No one bought it. <laughs> and it didn't work and you can't get it anymore. But I just thought that would make one person laugh. But <laughs> and not you in were an wrong. Audience, not yeah. in an audience of 25 people, it doesn't. Because we're need, all too need young. Need a bigger audience. Than that. I've got very young, very, very young fans. <laughs> Would you rather go to Eton or Grange Hill? Bang. Oh. Well, I mean, I think with, with tits, it doesn't make much sense for me to go to Eton. <laughs> really? I think I'd immediately be thrown out, wouldn't I? I don't I think they, uh... they let girls in, don't they? No. But girls don't go to Eton, do they? <laughs> Boys only. Boys only. Yeah. That is so stupid. Sexist. And you know, I used to like Eton, but now I've heard that. <laughs> that is very wrong. Uh, Who has got tits? Who has Boris Johnson? He has got tits. <laughs> Maybe not at school. <laughs> um, I, I, mean, I went to a school much more like Grange Hill. In fact, the, um, there was a girl at my school who also went to Grange Hill, which is confusing. What was that? Um, yeah, so I, I would, would have been much more at home. At Grange Hill. Yeah. But, um, There's a chance of death at Grange Hill that doesn't happen so much to eat. <laughs> yeah, well, my local swimming pool is the one that... Oh, is it? The, yeah, the, the, drowning, the drowning one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was good. can't remember who drowned there. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think I'd be very good... At... In, drain, in Grange Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, yeah, one yeah really, no, no one really yeah, drowned. No. I mean, probably someone did drown there, but... Well, in fact, the, the, in fact, there was another... <laughs> My other, my, my, growing up, my local swimming pool probably won't, you'll probably have to cut this out. Someone did drown there yeah. and, um, uh, and it we, was the flumes 
Yeah. Like these amazing water slides, oh, okay. and it was always packed. And someone had died there. And um, we went there the next week and took some some family friends with us. We didn't tell the, them that someone had drowned because we knew it would be really empty. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and we had a brilliant time. And afterwards, we were like, "Sorry, someone drowned there." Last it's week. a good life. It's a good life hack, though. If you want to go to the flumes, wait the well, week no, after, because a you'll probably be super safe. Yeah, exactly. Because they'll really be looking. They won't want that to happen again oh, well, the next week. Oh, that was the same with them. The Zabruga, you know, with all big yeah, disasters. With, with all the disasters. Book with them. They're extra careful immediately afterwards. I know this is how I thought as a 10-year-old even. Zabruga. Fucking <laughs> hell. I can see the producer writing down, cut this out. Stand by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't work on so well on that. There was a couple in a row, weren't there? But now, probably safe as houses now. Probably just one just gone down yesterday over Christmas. <laughs> and we're gonna, we're gonna be can absolutely cancelled. Um, <laughs> but luckily that will never go out, so. No. <laughs> Would you rather work for MI5 or MFI? <laughs> I mean, God, this really is exposing my weaknesses because <laughs> I would be terrible in both of those. No, I could work at MFI if I didn't have to do any of the actual yeah. building. Yeah. I'm sure I could do, you know, customer service. You could do an advert for it where you go, hey, I yes! need... Yes, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. The idea of being in MI5, I mean, literally, I, I can't lie without crying. <laughs> 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 I would be I'd be saying all the time, oh, God, so sorry, I'm a spy. <laughs> Can I get to the front of the queue? I'm a spy. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't work. Okay. So n probably neither, but... I think you know, yeah. could do a voiceover for MI5. For M M MI5. Yeah. <laughs> Go, why don't you come and be in MI5? <laughs> they probably do have things yeah, like yeah. that, don't they? Yeah. You must have known people who... Were, yes, you know, I knew uh, people who were. Uh, um, I probably don't did. I don't know. I didn't really hang around with yeah, the, no the spy crowds. <laughs> I hung around with all Was the people. There a spy I don't know because they were good at their. I guess the ones who yes. were good. The ones yeah. who got picked up by the spy people, you wouldn't know were spies, <laughs> would you? The ones who were going around with magnifying glass. <laughs> the big they, coats. They didn't. They didn't get talking didn't in code. How cheeky is that? There's a fucking notes bit at the back of me. Make your own notes. Why don't you write some of your own questions at the back of Cheeky. Just Jesus. putting your own cheeky. advertising slogan and then loads of blank pages. I mean, this is not selling this book very well. All right, here's another. This, these, right, I'm only, this, again, you know, this might... This It's more clever wordplay from Richard <laughs> Herrick. Would you rather be King Stephen or Stephen King? And the clever wordplay there is I've, I've changed the two words around. <laughs> To make two different people. Who, who? King, king Stephen, Stephen was the uh, king. Uh, he was uh, quite early on. I should have really looked him up a bit more. He was, was he um, King Wenceslas? Uh, no, he no. was. Uh, he was sort of he, the only reason he became king is because all the noblemen of the era of the eleven hundreds, <laughs> I'm going to say, died in a ship accident, maybe in the twelve hundreds, called the White Ship. He was on the ship, but he had diarrhea and got off. <laughs> That's and, then, the, and, and then all the others died. So by the time the king died, he was the only one. Left. Okay. And what did, he wasn't a particularly what did good king. What do then? Uh, he then After the diarrhea. He's just the headline. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had diarrhea that saved his life, possibly. Uh, that's all I remember about. Once I've got a fact like that in my brain now, <laughs> that's it. I read a whole book about him. That's why. I, that's why I put that one in. Um, so it's a choice between being him dead or, or alive. Yeah. In a way. But you'd be alive again, but you'd be alive in whatever oh, century King Oh, Stephen's okay, from. then. No, no, Stephen, Stephen King. Not like, I'm sure he's got a lovely life, Stephen King. Yeah, he got run over by that van <laughs> that time, didn't he? That's what I think. That's what you're forgetting. Got quite badly hurt <laughs> by Do I have a, to live as him now? We have to live his whole life. We <laughs> have to live his whole <laughs> yeah. life. Oh, God. Exactly, and you'll just be like then a passenger what? riding... In, oh, the, really? in his brain, so I can't jump you'll be out of in his brain. You won't be able to make any of the choices. You just have to sit back and watch. And you, I mean, he'll be trying to write a draft of <laughs> Carrie or something. You go, have a hand come up from the grave. Have a hand come up. I can't think of what to do next. Have his hand come up. I can't think. Oh. Yeah, they're, you both, do that? they're both bad. Um, well, how, lo how long did old. Shitty pants live. <laughs> he had a good old innings. I think. Did he? Yeah. 
for a medieval? I think for a medieval king, he did pretty well. King, yeah. I mean, because the thing with time travel is that if you do, you just want to be super rich, don't you? Like, any time travel you do, you want to, in the past particularly, yeah. you want to guarantee, I'm not going back as a fucking peasant. Yeah, if you're going to become not, another person. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, you know, so I wonder whether the life that, one, you or I lead now mm. is probably more luxurious than oh, the life yeah. that King yeah. Stephen le- led. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, you but yeah, but the choice wasn't, do you want to be you <laughs> or a medieval king? I'd rather be you or King Stephen. <laughs> I'd rather be me than anyone else. Okay. Well, it's interesting to find that out. <laughs> it's interesting to find that out. Um, you were in a double act. Are you st- is the double act ever g- going to come back or is it? I. She's just annoying. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I love her. I love her, and I would absolutely love to to do more stuff um, with her. But she's quite hard to she's quite hard to tear away from her children, which right. is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I went to a, a wedding last week, and I I was um, I went on my own, and on the way back, I was talking to some uh, slightly younger actresses. So they were like in their early thirties, and one of them, just making conversation, said. Um, uh, so do you live with people? <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, I live with my husband and children. <laughs> and both of the actresses went, you've got children! <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yeah, now that you put it like that, it does seem weird, doesn't it? And what's, what's awful about it is they weren't looking at me and thinking, oh, she's too young to have children. That's a, she's too weird. <laughs> she's too, I seem like someone who probably lives in someone's attic. <laughs> It was really, I mean, I, yeah, I was suddenly very grateful for yeah. my living situation. Yeah. Do you live with people? <laughs> I would suggest that yeah, I couldn't even live with people. Do you think maybe they thought you lived in a home? <laughs> <laughs> been let out for a day to go I mean, to it sounds wedding. like they thought you were a young student who might live in a, in a house share with people. It's a compliment. No, I think it was someone going, I've got, I cannot place <laughs> you. I don't know what you are. <laughs> Why are you hanging around us on this train? Um, so you had a pilot as a, a TV pilot as the yes, double act, and I have never really recovered from is it. That, is, I that, would is that say. comedy cut? Is that the comedy cut? No, thing? comedy no, cuts was um, like a little sketch. Yeah. You know, loads of people did comedy cuts. Um, no, we did a pilot for ITV Two. I remember being really offended that even even ITV Two wouldn't give us a series. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it was one of those things that we put so much work into that. And, and also, it went really well. Like on the night, particularly, it went incredibly well to the point that we really let a- ourselves believe that it might happen. Yeah. And all of us, I would say, like when we were told, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> we were told it wasn't going to happen. I, I just, it's my biggest regret, actually, to not have anything to go, oh, right, well, I'll do this instead then. I just sort of, I feel like I sat there for a year going, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? But, what? You spent so much money on it. <laughs> you, you know, you made this beautiful set for us. I don't understand. Um, and, but I loved being in a double act. I don't know. I would never... Not I would never, but um, being on my own on stage doesn't appeal right. at all. Um, I, I think I'd feel lonely. I'd need to get someone out of the audience to come and <laughs> <laughs> chat to me. Yeah. Um, and being... Uh, do you know why? Because in a double act, and you know this... However badly it's going, you, you know that the other person finds you funny. I mean, even when they, they hate you as well. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a thing there <laughs> where, like, I'm not talking about you, I'm not talking about you. Um, where, where you're like, we find, this, we find yeah. this funny, and however painful this is going, we, we, we have each other and we get to go and have a drink afterwards and slag them off or say, why are we doing this or, or whatever. Um, and the idea of, of not having that, of like doing it on your own and saying bye to the tech at the end, you know, just was was much less. Appealing. I think it's hard to make the move that way. I find it quite. Yeah. D- I find it quite a shift to go from working with other people to going working on my own. Yeah, you because took of ages that. To... Whereas I think, whereas I think, if you go the other way, it might be you know you get used to working on your own. So I think if you start that way, you wouldn't feel that way. Yeah. <clears throat> necessarily, but it's it's sort of interesting how many you know how many. How much is that? Those those moments of luck in the career, right? Where you've done so many people do a pilot, and so many you know they take so that so many shows have been taken from Edinburgh and put on somewhere and and not become gone to series, yeah. and then 
maybe one of the people from it will go on to be huge and one of the yeah, people won't. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that <laughs> luck involved in whether yeah. someone, someone's making a decision somewhere. And well, at, at our wedding, I had a friend the next day say, oh, your wedding. I, I walked in and I looked around and I thought, I can see 50 failed pilots from here. <laughs> <laughs> There's so yeah, there's so many of us in that situation, and as you get on, you realise how much luck is yeah. is involved. You just don't have a say. It's getting back up, basically, isn't it? That's yeah. the the whole job. Have you been, have you watched uh, Get Back? Have you watched the Beatles? I haven't. I've seen one little bit. I've seen him coming up with uh, Get Back. Get Back. Yeah. And um, well, I really recommend watching the whole of it because I think it, it, what's really interesting about it is that the Beatles, who are the most... I mean, they're the most successful artists of all time, probably. Yeah. Um, and it's so detailed, but so much of it in that room is really boring. <laughs> like, what they're going through <laughs> is really boring, and they're irritable with each other and, and bored, and there's lots of politics, and it's... Um, and then just little moments of incredible joy yeah. or genius. And it did really remind me, like, obviously that is not, that has not been my experience. I understand that I was not in the Beatles, but you do sort of go, oh my God, that is the creative process. That is like for everyone who, who goes through and well, who tries to work with other people, particularly yeah. and tries to make stuff together. So much of that is completely familiar. Um, and it's, and it, yeah, it made me think, oh no, I do, I, I do miss it. It is worth, the highs and I, do, I think well Paul McCartney apparently having watched it is um was saying that I, I think it made him feel better because I think he saw he said he'd slightly bought into the fact that the Beatles it was all very dark at the end and it was all his fault yeah and he said he watched it and he was like we were having a laugh yeah. a lot of the time not all the time <laughs> certainly but a lot of the time they were they were doing that and I um yeah I wouldn't change that for anything no you did a play which Danielle wrote about, yes. about a double act as well yes yeah, and did my you, favorite. Did that? Did that Brit? Did were you in, were you informed that by being in a double act, or was it was it very much? Oh her, no, it her, was. It was totally informed. In fact, my yeah. double act partner came to that, and it was slightly awkward right. afterwards <laughs> because it really, you know, so accurate about being a double act. In fact, other people, double acts came to see that, and afterwards <laughs> came up to me traumatized and were like, "Oh my god," or, or would sort of say, "My, I can't watch this with my double act partner. It's too." Um, I mean, I I think you are as well, but I'm fascinated by by double acts and yeah. by that and um that sort of non-sexual partnership it's sort of sort of like siblings and sort of like a marriage doesn't and always also... have to be non-sexual <laughs> i got wanked off by a ventriloquist well <laughs> but maybe that distracted you and yeah, that's okay. why you weren't as successful as you, <laughs> you should have been <laughs> all of all of the sex you were having is that is that what is that what the problem was i think that might have been it <laughs> 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 Well, you know, I just find it's sort of interesting. And I, I, I just think that, I just think what's interesting, especially to get older, just look at it. I mean, it's all so ephemeral and ridiculous anyway, show business, really. Oh, yeah. And, it's, and especially comedy is so much in the moment. And, and you know, having, wh wherever you are and whatever room you're in and whatever size of the audience, whether you create that moment of magic or not, you, the things you remember are those magical moments. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. But I think doing this show, you just realise how many like extremely talented people there are, but also the, the people who are at the top aren't necessarily, they are, often are very talented, maybe the most talented, but there's just so much luck and so many people coming up with so much interesting stuff. And hugely talented people sort of falling by the wayside yeah, yeah. or sort of making interesting stuff without ever getting the, the audience. Yeah, well, you know, but deserve. it's just that, it's, you know, it's, I, I, I go back to this one a lot, but The Office basically didn't, make it hit at all with the first time it was shown it was sort of repeated for because of the olympics or something like that and it was repeated for a spurious reason yeah. and that's when everyone sort of got into it but the actual people who were in charge of the channel didn't get it or like it and it nearly was just you know and so that's it could easily have been gone and then that's that changes the course of uk comedy and world comedy really for yeah. the next 20 yeah, years yeah you're right yeah you're right <laughs> that's not just those people's lives and careers that's no. everything yeah because yeah so much was uh I mean, the thing I get annoyed about is that after The Office, everyone was saying, we want we want things like The Office. Yeah. And then, of course, the next big hit here was Miranda, which was like literally the opposite yeah. of The Office. It could not have been more, you know, this sort of like big, silly, slapstick, yeah. um, audience-based thing. And then, of course, after that, they're like, well, we'd want something like Miranda. And it's like, piss off! Why can't you see <laughs> that it's not about that? It's not about, oh, can we copy that? But what they did is they put the office and Miranda together and they got Fleabag, so... Oh! 
Oh, that's what you have right. to. You have to get two. You're right, and they're both. Is Fleabag bigger than both? I don't know, but that is a Nearly. good. Yeah, no. David Baddiel said that Miranda, um, that Fleabag was just Miranda with anal, which <laughs> I really love as a phrase. <laughs> so you, I've heard a rumor from him yeah. that you're moving into doing another podcast. I am doing another podcast. Yeah, yeah we've recorded six of them. It's hard, isn't it? It's harder nah, than it looks. It's easy. <laughs> Easy piece. Um, yeah, I'm doing a podcast about crushes, okay. which uh, this is going out. Oh, yeah, we, 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 uh, it should be launching in January. Okay. So it's called Crushed by Margaret K. Bourne-Smith. Um, and, um, yeah, I've, I've actually had a brilliant time interviewing people. It's a real... So about uh, people they have crushes on? Or yeah, or in on. the... Yeah, in back in the history right. of their... So weirdest crushes first crushes um nice. and it very obviously it varies as you know massively person to person what they reveal to you <laughs> yes um and uh yeah the one i was listening to today had a lot of stuff about wank the wank bank that i'd yeah. forgotten um and i haven't interviewed any men yet okay i don't know if you're interested in uh yeah. coming on well i don't know well this is so what dan said to me was have you had any men on or would that be too disgusting <laughs> and, <laughs> and i feel like it's got a point yeah um but uh, yeah, so it's mainly. Uh, but it, but it, that is an interesting thing because the teenage crush thing, it does feel like quite a female thing. You know, you don't hear so much about boys with pictures on their wall that mm. they kiss every night and whatever. I'm sure. Do you? Did, did you do? I had, it? I had a picture of Frank Worthington, the <laughs> Leeds United footballer. Uh, you didn't even like football. I didn't did really you? like football. I did yeah. someone? Oh my god. I was trying. I think I was trying to like. I like Leeds oh, United for a short period you. of time, but that's my my memory is Frank Worthington, that's who was so quite a middle aged man with a moustache. <laughs> so it was a weird thing to have. Well, up. posters were hard had, to come by in those days. When I was watching the ABBA documentary, it really reminded me of how much, like as a kid, I was like massively into uh, the blonde one from ABBA, Agnetha. Um, yeah, Agnetha. Yeah. And and then watching, going absolutely correctly. So I like. Yeah, no, her mouth is amazing. I mean, her bum's great, and that's what she was famous for. <laughs> but her mouth is. Um, She's got this amazingly beautiful mouth. It's all mouth. bum and mouth, beautiful isn't mouth. it, with you? But she's, a very, she's very beautiful and she's... she's <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not going to interview you like, my podcast. I wasn't interested, I was we'll interested in her bum. In fact, what I wanted to happen was that my, 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 my fantasy about her was that she would appear in my bedroom in just her pants. <laughs> I didn't want any. I didn't want her pants off. I wanted a bra off. And to, and to what? Just stand there and then yeah. disappear? Yeah, because I didn't know what, what I wanted to do. I was literally eight years old, so it was... <laughs> But I absolutely adored her. So there was loads, and I had loads of crushes on like weird, like Barry Manilow and as a, <laughs> as a kid, and the and, and the blonde one from Sweet. And was uh, that sexual? Yeah, I mean, sort of. It was, yeah. And what about Barry Manilow? Was that sexual? Sort of was, yeah. I've got, what felt... sort of sexual? I mean, I'm I mean, dread to of... ask. But... There were adverts that came up when you're watching like daytime TV. Then there was like long adverts for like Barry Manilow's records <laughs> and and Nana Muscuri's records. Wow, and both really of them, like... both of them made me feel all quivery and weird. I don't know what this. Wow, is and it just I mean, a long advert? Them, yeah, that... maybe it's just I was impressed <laughs> by the, the length of their advert. How do they afford, <laughs> afford this much TV time? I must get to know them better. Well, maybe you were just going to be turned on by whatever was on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as you watched it for long enough. <laughs> I I Barry, I was you know Barry Manilow has a padded bum. I didn't He know wears that. a padded bum. Does he? Possibly not anymore, but on stage he did. Did he? Yeah. Well, that's sporty so for it's me. Your, I'm so sorry. I thought How his, was his mouth? It was his real bum. <laughs> <laughs> It was quite overshadowed by his nose, isn't it? That's the thing <laughs> with Manolo. It was hard to, was yeah, hard to yeah. see what his mouth was like. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she was nice. So yeah, I probably did. I, I was, but I was very, um, I was sort of, I was very romantic. Certainly as a teenager, I was sort of romantic and in love with loads of girls, but yeah. didn't tell them about it and couldn't bring myself to mention it. And that, I sort of really re regret it. I was yeah, so I know, shy. I'm... but even in my twenties, I was so shy about yeah. saying them. So I probably did have a lot of crushes that I were unrequited. Who was life. the first girl that you told you liked? Have you told your wife you like her? Yeah, <laughs> so I don't want to get her too keen. <laughs> Playing Just I'm taking it a day at a time. Um, we, I don't know, I don't know. My first girlfriend was when I was Sharm and I was sixteen. But did she? Yeah, she, but she you're like going out with me. Uh, no, we sort of. But it was a very, again, it was a very, very innocent relationship for two years. Very innocent. 
ridiculously innocent. Um, but Did uh, she come, but she come liked appear me. Appear in your room and she liked me. You know, funny enough, I saw she was sort of my friend's little sister, and um, you know she'd fancied me, but she was like a, she was like. And then I I just noticed one day she walked <laughs> past and I noticed her bum, and that was the only time. I think that's the only time, <laughs> and she was suddenly had a woman's bum. <gasps> Or Barry Manilow's yeah, it could have been that. So <laughs> no, it might have been that. She knew been. how to get you. She did. Just Add my bum. A bit of padded bum. That's what I like. <laughs> oh, well, that sounds interesting. So that, that'll be out. Margaret Cable's Crushed, Crushed by, by Margaret Cable Smith. Smith. Yes. Good. That's right. Anything else in the pipeline? I'm doing... Um, uh, I'm filming a uh, on a show called Trying, mm-hmm. uh, which I also did some writing on. Um, and that's the third series of that. It's coming on. It's Apple TV. And I'm playing a business bitch. Good. And this is uh, when, I, when I saw my agent a while ago, I said, the trouble is that I'm too old to do nymph and I'm too young to do crone. Um, <laughs> and I'm sort of even coming out of a nice mum. I said, what else is there? And she said, there's business bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's where I am. Good. That's my is there more? Is there more motherland? I hope so, yeah, yeah, and I hope I get to, yeah, to do that. Look. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's really good. I actually think Motherland's one of those things that's getting stronger and stronger, which is nice. It's always like with Peep Show, where you didn't think, oh, God, how can they carry on like this? Like, no, these people are going to get worse <laughs> and worse and worse. Yeah. I feel like Peep Show might come back. Ooh. You know, and maybe they'll have me back yeah. playing the woman who runs the speed night. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do. I hope they well, do. Well, it's absolutely lovely to see you, and the time has rushed by. Oh, dear. You see, good. I want to apologise. That's <laughs> good. I mean, it's not good. I've ruined wanted... everyone's night. I'm sorry. I wanted to talk to you more, but I can't because the time's clock has pressed the against us. The time's clock. I love the time's <laughs> clock. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, please give it up. A special Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Between, it's the perineum. It's the between Christmas and New Year. Just imagine it. It's the day after Boxing Day. You're just it's wishing you were dead. <laughs> it is Merineum. It is the Merineum. <laughs> Will you give that kind of response to the amazing <laughs> Martin K. Watson Smith? Thank you very much. Thank you. Come back next week and we'll see you then. Goodbye. You have been listening to Rahalastapa with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Margaret Caborn Smith. Thank you to Scant Regard for playing this music. Now, And I'm indebted to my producer, Ben Walker. I would also like to thank everyone at The Phoenix in Cavendish Square, just off Oxford Circus. Fantastic venue. Thank you for having us. Um, Thank you very much uh, to Kathleen McKeegan for her fantastic website, rahalastapa.com. I'm indebted also to Chris Evans, not that one, and all his team, including George, the incompetent sound man. Thank you for that, my fine friend. This is a Sky Potato Fuzz and GoFasterStripe.com production. Why not back our Kickstarter? GoFasterStripe.com slash Kickstarter. Help us live stream the next series of Rahalastapa. You can give a little bit or a lot. And there's some fantastic rewards. Thank you for your time, my finest friends. <laughs>